0: yo welcome back to the christian gals podcast my name is angela mason welcome back to episode seven we already on the seventh episode thank the lord thank god for this beautiful journey so far in our testimonies and just to realize how we already talked about seven testimonies of how God worked through us. And that's just seven out of many, you know what I'm saying? But just to see how many times God has either pulled us through, let us learn something from, or whatever the case may be, it just shows how merciful, graceful, and loving God is and how he truly is devoted to his children and to making them more Christ-like, and to bringing them and reconcile them closer and closer to him to us, to him. Before we get started, let's go into our prayer of the testimony. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you once again to be able to come into this place to talk about you, to talk about the the glory and power of you and how you work through these testimonies and how you work through many of the things we face in order so we can go and witness to somebody about these testimonies to help them know you more, seek you more, and love you more, Father. I pray that me and T in these testimonies speak the word, speak the truth that you want us to speak through this testimony. And we pray for those who capture this, that a seed be planted in them, so that they can grow in you and then they can do the same and follow you in the works, in the calling that you have for them. In Jesus' heavenly name, amen. I'm going to go into my testimony. This actually is going to be part two to the last testimony I talked about in the last episode. If you haven't got a chance to watch that testimony, I do recommend you go watch that and the rest of the testimonies um, that we have created. So going back to the week. Of, you know that whole stressful situation I talked about my health now I'm gonna talk about one of the biggest things I've also learned you know on with my health <laughs> situation and that is through just throughout my whole entire life I've had a people-pleasing problem I have a uh I'd have a fear of people. I've always had that, it grew. Um, You'll hear more about that later, later in the future about my story, about my testimony, actually. I've always had a people pleasing problem that turned into me being, having fear of people. And, you know, when I came to Christ, I, you know, I thought, you know, that because of just the work God has been doing in me that, oh, I'm not afraid of people no more. I'm not a people pleaser. Don't get me wrong, like the improvement, like, I can, I'm able, I'm not, I don't have that fear anymore when it comes to talking to people. That's one thing. And you know, all in, all in all, I just thought, you know, I was just growing in my confidence, which I am. I'm not saying I'm not. In that week, I had to make, not only was it about my health reasons, but it was also stressful because, you know, as a growing adult, I had to start making big grown adult decisions. You know, it's getting more harder and harder and to, to really decide. Plus I'm very um indecisive at times. That's something I have to grow out of. Making a choice between going to school full time or working full time was so stressful for me, even though both opportunities was amazing, okay? Both, it's not like one of the other was trash. Both of them was, you know, amazing opportunities, but I had to make the choice. And you know, of course to stay prayerful about this, you know, I had to make the choice of which one I'm gonna do. I grew stressful. I typically take things to a bigger level than it is, which causes more stress, which caused me to, you know, just be so mentally everywhere. So, you know, I continue to stay prayerful. I continue to ask God to have peace with me through it. But the reason why it was very stressful was because I didn't want, if I chose to go to school, I didn't want to make, you know, some people disappointed. That I was not gonna go and work. That was why it was so stressful, and I was crying. I was breaking down. I was, I was everything. Okay, I was a hot mess. Okay, my parents, you know, they kept on, you know, consoling me, saying, "It, focus on you. It's your decision to make. This is your life. Do what makes what makes Angela happy." In which. Progress your future. Soon enough, I end up deciding to go back to school full time. In that particular situation, my dad kept on telling me, "He's like, you cannot, you know, you made the situation bigger as it is, and you know, you need to not to worry about what other people think, say, or feel about your decisions. This is your life." He was, you know, he said, "You, you know, the more you get older, the more you get more mature in that in that area." One thing I've learned from that is, is that first of all, I got truly humbled. Okay. Okay. Very humbled by God and thinking that I am delivered from that. Because I thought I was. I really thought I was. I'm not going to lie. Like, I had a little bit of pride when it came from that. I got humbled. <laughs> it was like, I got very humbled. It was still there. I just never had the situations and the experience to bring that bring that back up to people, please. And it always hid, you know what I'm saying, from me because I didn't have the... I didn't, it was no reason for it to come out just yet, but it did this time. And one thing I'm just learning through God is just like, look, if I want to be the voice for God, I cannot have people pleasing. You know, I cannot be fearful of, of, um, speaking my voice. I cannot be fearful of saying what is true. You know what I'm saying? No matter how people feel about it, you know, you can't speak for Jesus and you, you fear people, you know, you can't, you know, talk about Jesus and you a people pleaser come on we already we already see where this is at you know what i'm saying but you can't be both and if you try to do both it's a mess okay and that's one thing you know I'm learning. You know, through God, it's like now I'm praying to God. You know, like look, God. First of all, I want to thank you for showing me this the, the things I still need to grow through you. I the, still the things I still need to develop, and yeah, I haven't entirely got out of my people pleasing, and it's a process. God is going to put you in situations to make sure you break out of that, like testing. So He He gives you a test to help you build yourself closer to God, to build yourself in the body of Christ, to build yourself to be as God wants you to be who he called you to be okay so he's going to put you through situations in order to bring up all those like deficiencies deficiencies I'm sorry to bring up <laughs> I can't think of the word, to bring up all of those things that are weaknesses so just know that you know just I'm thanking God about this like hey I know you know I pray that you give me these experiences first of all thank you God for showing me and humbling me very much quickly second of all I want to thank you because now I can know what I can pray about you know see he already knows what you need to work on but now that I know for myself that look I still got a lot of work to and I still I'm 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 growing just like you guys I ain't got it I'm never gonna get it (laughs) to the you know till we see the Lord you know what I'm saying but I'm learning now just through being with God like the things that you know that I need to grow in and God is going to make sure he's going to build me in that so remember that God is going to don't do not stress over the weaknesses you have know that first God's powers made perfect in your weakness and second know that God is going to give you experiences in situations in order to build that it may be scary situations it may be hard challenging situations but whatever the case may be it's for the betterment of you he's doing it because he loves you and he wants you to grow in him and become part of the kingdom and part of being his child i want to go to psalms chapter 46 verse 10 in this scripture and one thing i'll let you know that god here god talks to you through many ways and one thing he'll talk to you is through the word and when you continue to cultivate the routine of being in the word you start to like build your solid ground build your solid house within the lord and you start to like basically collect all of the word of all of his words and when situations pop up god the holy spirit will speak to you a scripture that will help you in that middle of the turmoil or tribulation that you're going through so you know when i was going through so, so, so much crying and a lot of mess what the holy spirit brought a scripture that i would have never thought a million years would have never popped up in my head and that is psalms chapter 46 verse 10 be still and know that i am god be still and know that i am god such a beautiful 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 scripture to hear verse to hear in the middle of not being still a middle of so much going in my mind and crying the holy spirit said be still god said be still know that i am god he's going to take care of all of this know that he is God he is who he is he is the I am he is the merciful the promise keeping the covenant keeping the alpha omega he is Lord he is everything he is eternity okay my our God is an awesome God nothing is too hard for God because He is the God of the universe if any why would he if he look how a complex universe is okay how can you say if God created the universe what makes you think what we dealing with ain't nothing to him you know what I'm saying he can he will pull you through he will develop you so that's all I have this is my testimony it's a testimony of getting humble real quickly (laughs) for real for real and you know what? I thank God and I know that God is going to help me with this confidence he's going to build this confidence and he's going to build your confidence he's going to build the weaknesses that you have and it's going to take time be patient wait on God because it's not on your timing. It's on God's timing. So I hope you enjoyed this testimony of mine. I'm going to throw it to T. Make sure you listen to her testimony, y'all. Wow. Wow, Angela. Girl, that was such a
1: powerful testimony. Wow. Talking about like thinking that you're somewhere that you're not in Christ, thinking that you got it all together, but having to realize that you'll never have it all together in this walk with God. So I really thank you for that testimony. Okay, so I'm getting ready to share a little testimony of mine. Okay, so I'm just going to be very transparent with y'all. Last week, I had to be corrected on my attitude about something I'll just be honest with y'all I don't take correction well I don't and it could be constructive criticism or it could be correction it could just be somebody telling me a better way to do something genuinely and I will kind of it's like this defense wall just comes up and next thing you know I'm in my feelings and I remember my mother telling me When you start to feel that way, when you start to feel that feeling, to start to look at the room, look at the person who's speaking to you, and think about the situation before you respond. So that way I can redirect my feelings. But I don't know why I get offended so quickly and that's honestly something that I'm still in prayer about as well because I want to not be that way. I don't want to be that way anymore, but when people correct me, I automatically get defensive and I take it as if they're trying to attack me when they're really just trying to help me. So last week I had this situation where... It literally was just about a necklace, y'all. Something that small. It was just about a necklace. But it was a way that the necklace was on my neck. It wasn't on there the right way. By me not really noticing that, my mom was trying to help me, you know, like telling me to do it this way. She was calm. Everything was fine. She was telling me how to do it this way. And I kind of like felt myself getting defensive. And in that moment, I was like, Okay, breathe, breathe. Like, T don't get defensive, T don't get defensive. But I kind of still got a little bit defensive. And I just went on through my day. And I just can recall talking to God and being like, God, I don't want to be this way. Lord, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to get defensive when people are genuinely trying to just correct me and to help me. I can't be that way. I can't be a witness for god and be defensive when somebody's trying to correct me especially if i'm spreading the gospel especially if i'm doing things of the lord to glorify his name there is no way that i should be offended when somebody comes to me with constructive criticism or when somebody tries to correct me thank god that they're they love me enough Or better yet, thank God that he loves me enough that he's sending somebody to correct me for my wrongs because he wants us to get it right. He wants me to get it right. So I just kind of looked at that as a token. And honestly, like right after that correction, I had been praying for God to work another situation out. And he did just that day, like literally right after that correction, like here I am crying And just kind of in tears like god oh my goodness like lord i'm trying to get this thing and then it was like right afterwards something that i that i had been praying about early on that situation got solved and it was almost for me it was like god was telling me like i got you you know what i'm saying like i got you and even through the correction he was still god and he is still good And I thank him for that. It was really hard. It was a hard pill for me to swallow. Going back to what Angela said, when you think that you have everything all figured out, you have to humble yourself and realize that you don't have nothing figured out. You'll never have God figured out. You will never have God figured out. You will never have this world figured out. What you can do though, is be willing to take correction, be willing to take when people are giving you constructive criticism or when people are just trying to help you. Now, there are people out in the world who will say things and who will do things and do it because they're trying to be spiteful, you know, but there are people who genuinely love you and God loves us all. So therefore, if somebody is correcting us, take that as a token is that God, God, you're with me. That's how I felt. I'm like, God, you're with me because there is no way like, you know, like you, you would sin or put that upon somebody's heart to correct me so that I can get it right so that I can fix it so that I can go after that thing. Go after the reason why I feel defensive. Go after the reason why I feel offended. Go after that and Figure out what it is. So that way I don't have to be that way. And honestly, y'all be praying for me because that's something that I still struggle with. And I'm along the lines with Angela, like something that you thought that you were over, that you thought that you were good in. Next thing you know, a situation comes and it's like, "Uh -uh uh-uh-uh, Nah, you're not good. You're not put together. And that's just really what I had to recognize in that moment. I have to be able to take correction. I feel like everyone does. If I don't take correction, I will be a fool. And the word of God says in Proverbs chapter three, verse 12, for whom the Lord loveth, he correcteth, even as a father, the son in whom he delighted. So I'm working on when somebody is trying to correct me. So that's something that I'm just honestly working on and honestly trying to get down pack. And I'm just going to continue to work on it because honestly, y'all that day that I had to be corrected. It felt terrible. It felt horrible. Like I had a horrible feeling. It was like, ugh, like, goodness, T. Like, why can't you get this? Or why are you feeling this way? Or why are you acting like this? But it was like, I feel like God, for me, I feel like what God is doing for me is that he's stripping me of those things. Those things that make me weak. Not being able to take correction that's like a weakness. It is a weakness because if I can't take correction and I go in this world, go throughout this world thinking that I know everything, thinking that I got it down packed, oh, I'm in for something much worse because somebody will come along and run straight over me or I would just be hard-headed and I will continue to fall. I'll continue to fail. But because God is the God that he is, being so merciful, being so gracious, being so forgiving, being so loving that he would place upon somebody's heart to correct me for my wrongs, I can really honestly praise God on that. And I can thank him for that. So I encourage our listeners who are listening to these testimonies, like me and Angela said, we thought that we were somewhere where we were not. That's That's it. We thought that we were somewhere in our walk with Christ and in life that we're not. Don't ever put confidence in your flesh. Don't ever think that you got it down pat. As me and Angela, as Angela and I living as Christians, we are trying to do the best that we can, you know, to really present a righteous lifestyle. And we have to be able to be humble. We have to be humble. We have to be meek. We have to be able to take correction. Be able to accept when we are wrong. As Christians, that's exactly what we should do. So I encourage those who are listening, something that you struggle with, don't shove it down. Don't try to suppress it. Don't try to ignore the feeling that you get when you struggle with whatever you struggle with. Deal with that thing. Try to deal with that thing and try to deal with it through scripture. Or talk to someone you can and pray about it. Actually, pray about it. Pray to God about that situation. Pray to God about that thing so he can help you with it. So that way you don't continue to go through life struggling with this same thing. You need help? Speak up. Say something about it. Well, y'all, that's it for our testimony Tuesday. And remember, it's good to be corrected. Well, I'm going to go ahead and end this out with a closing prayer. Righteous Father, in name of Jesus, God, we thank you. God, we thank you on today for the two beautiful testimonies that were just given. God, about correction, Lord, and about acknowledging that we are not where we think that we are. When we put confidence in our flesh and when we put confidence in ourselves, is when we fail. It's when we fall. But God, help us to put our confidence in you that no matter what, be it correction, be it having to give, be instructed to do something a better way, whatever it is, God, allow us to put it in your hands and just to accept it. Lord, allow us to be humble. Lord, allow us to have a spirit of humility, God, that we're able to take the correction, Lord God, and apply it to our lives, Lord God, so that we can be better, Lord God, for whatever is coming, God. I ask so that you have your way, Lord God, in our lives and touch the listeners, Lord God. Allow them to be blessed by something that was said. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen.